Hello, hello! Core Blimey is the Procrastinating Blatterbag podcast, and it's episode 12. That's right, we now have an episode for each disciple of Jesus. Uh, no prizes for guessing which disciple belongs to episode 9. Speaking of Christianity, uh, this week Tom joins the Satanic Temple and political scandal in small town America. Woof woof. Today's episode is sponsored by when you lick a Nintendo Switch game cartridge and go into a coma. <laughs> Have you ever licked a Nintendo Switch game cartridge? No, no, I, why would I? Well, there was a a myth, I think it was a myth, that they didn't taste nice on purpose. So I licked one. <laughs> it tastes like... You know that stuff that you can get to put on your nails to stop you biting your nails? I'm pretty sure that's what they've put on the Switch cartridge to stop small kids putting them in their mouths. I don't think it'll stop them. No, <laughs> it didn't stop me. Yeah, it, didn't, it may stop small children. It does not have to stop big children. Exactly. Um, but they taste disgusting and you will go into a coma for a split second. <laughs> like you're just like... Bleh. And he just, he just see like you know the ghost of Mario, yeah, uh, beckoning you towards the light. <laughs> it's a me, <laughs> coming towards the light. <laughs> wahoo, wahoo! Don't go down there, Luigi. Down there, you come up here. What do you mean, Mario? <laughs> Luigi's in hell. <laughs> You'd think it'd be Bowser, but no. Your mother sucks ghosts in hell. <laughs> He's got his little ghost vacuum. He suck- he- That's how he tortures you. He straps you to the rack and sucks you in nipples with um, his hoover. Sucks your nipples. I think that's uh, an all-time speed record for us. For how fast we got to nipple. How fast we got to nipple. How fast we got to second base. <laughs> the answer is very quick. <laughs> Just like me. <laughs> So we thought, you know, for this week, since I think this is our unofficial season two, isn't it? We've had, no, no, we've had our mid-season break. So this is our unofficial second half of the first season. Season one, part two. Season one, part two, right? We thought we'd open up the facts to the rest of the Animal Kingdom. You know, give them a fair shot because too often, you know, the platypie has got set a stage, as it should do. Like, you know, it deserves set a stage. It deserves all that spotlight. Um, but we thought we'd give some other animals uh, a fair crack of the whip, as it were. Yeah. So, this week's fact. It's a, it's a little bit of a story, this. It's like a headline type thing. So, the beloved mayor of Cormorant, a small township in Minnesota, retired this past summer after four consecutive terms in office. Mm-hmm. As much as he loved civil service, he was getting too old for the job. Mm-hmm. 91 if you put it in dog years, in fact. Duke, the big shaggy Great Pyrenees dog, was first elected in 2014 and continued to win yearly elections until announcing his retirement in 2018. Duke plans to write a book about his legacy of being a very good boy. He's the best boy. 59% of voters agree that he is the best boy. I mean, that's the best kind of democracy, that. There's a dog! We vote for him! He was good and all, but his policies on cats were a little bit, you know, draconian. <laughs> Let's be honest. When he started herding them up... Um, and building a wall. And building a wall. <laughs> we, we've got to keep up the cats. 
It doesn't speak English. It just barks. And then, and then the the like the cabinet they like has to interpret that, and they misinterpret everything as something really, you know, like really drastic and offensive. <laughs> Throw the kids in the river, you say? Why would you want to do that? <laughs> and then they go, oh, right, well, we'll, we'll, we'll round them up. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like waving his hands like to stop. And I'm like, yes, you will do it quickly. Well, come on, children, <laughs> to the lake. In you go. <laughs> you know, at the end of his term, he's, you know, coming for American presidents. Did he, like, pardon somebody or let someone off? Out of, you know, prison early. One of the cats. Did he release um, Pearly and Assange? You know, the one, the, that cat that got done for all those leaks. <laughs> yeah, because um, didn't something leak that apparently he wasn't a natural blonde? Oh, yeah. Well, it was, his pedigree was called into question. He wanted to see, yes. like, his uh, certificates to prove that he was, you know, a pure blood golden retriever. Yeah. Um, or whatever. What was he? Great Pyrenees dog. Yeah, you see, actually, he was born in Hawaii, right? And some of the voters don't like that. They want to see his pedigree certificate. Um, I also think Perlian released some um, documents about Duke. Uh, obviously, Duke is happily married, but some uh, documents emerged of him, you know, soliciting sex from a chihuahua. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, dark times, man for the town of Cormorant. I did not have sexual relations with that chihuahua. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he did have a girlfriend. Did he? Yeah, so um, Duke clearly had popular support. In 2016, every vote was cast for Duke, with the exception of one vote for his girlfriend, a dog named Lassie. Lassie. Now, that's just like to keep up appearances of like the perfect family man. You know, his chihuahua was, like, his maid or something. And then Duke tried denying it, uh, but then there was this, like, you know, chihuahua puppy that looked just so much like Duke that it had to be Duke's, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I love this quote. He just kind of hangs out at the local pub and makes sure everything's running okay and keeps the riffraff out and just oversees the whole works. (laughs) So the, the person that said that, Stephen Sorensen, is described as Duke's deputy mayor. <laughs> Imagine that being like below the hierarchy to a dog. <laughs> like That's so funny. You have to do what a dog tells you. <laughs> uh, no, I don't want to do that. Right, okay. But the focus group said they like cats. <laughs> no, Duke, no. Uh... I wish you wouldn't wee on my leg, Duke. <laughs> Listen, Soren, I'm above you. Pick up my poo. <laughs> so, in 1992, Yo-Yo a Billy Goat was elected <laughs> city councillor in some place in Brazil. Oh, God. Boston Curtis, a brown mule, was offered as a candidate for a Republican precinct seat in Milton, Washington in 1938. It doesn't surprise me because, you know, in the last election, uh, America voted in orangutan into the president's position. <laughs> oh! 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 
I went there. Look at that. Political commentary. Comedy. This is why you're here. Burn. <laughs> So, in Lajitas, Texas, there was an election that included candidate Tommy Steele, which was a human, a trading post wooden Indian, a dog named Buster, and a goat named Clay Henry. Who won? The goat won by a landslide. I mean, each to their own, but I've always frowned upon the aggressive use of landslides in elections. I mean, say what you will, but covering your opponents in, you know, masses of rubble is immoral in my book. Apparently, goats have been mares ever since. <laughs> I love, like, imagine being that human that lost to a goat. Ah, oh, can you imagine? Um, oh, here we go. Um, Sunol, California, between 1981 and 1994, their mare was Bosco the Dog. Is a black Labrador Rottweiler mix. I like the way people trust dogs. You know, like, there's not been a cat mayor, has there? It's all dogs. No. Nope. People don't trust the cats. All, all elected mayors of Rabbit Hash, Kentucky have been dogs. Oh, no, here you go. It's a cat. 1997, a cat named Stubbs was elected mayor of Talkeetna, Alaska. He ran that town into the ground. Yarn everywhere. Riots. Uh, he, he, he tried to build this massive scratching post in the middle of town um, and yeah, he just spent all the money in, t- in 2014 the town of Idlewild, California elected a golden retriever named Max 2 Max the second? well it just says Max and then Roman numerals for 2 so Max the second. so what was you about that is obviously it's nepotism he inherited the throne from Max the first Max the great as we know him do you think he killed Max the first off? Yeah, definitely. It was a coup. Um, he, he, what he, he gave did... him. Go on, go on. Do the same joke I'm gonna do. Okay, I was gonna say he gave him some chocolate. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> he poisoned his tea with hot chocolate. <laughs> oh, oh, here you go. This is a, a more recent one. So March 2019. A three-year-old Nubian goat named Lincoln was elected mayor of Fairhaven, Vermont, defeating a Samoyed dog named Sammy by two votes. Ooh, close race that. I think his campaign was better. You know, his slogans were short and to the point. You know, I will butt the competition down. Um, I will munch the deficit like blades of grass. And also, I will headbutt strangers. And I will lower taxes. That was his last one. That's, yeah, that's yeah. fair enough. I went to university. Um, you did? I did. Uh, did you go to university, Tom? No. Um, what, you know, why, why didn't you go to university? What, was there something to prevent you or something to hold you back? Or you just, you know, you just didn't want to go into that sort of uh, life path? My wife. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I I did, but at the same time I didn't. Well, Tom, as you know, uh, becoming a student uh, in this country, unless you have the you know the benefit of being Scottish uh, or Welsh, uh, entails a lot of student debt, doesn't it? Oh, so much student, so debt. much student debt. Like uh, I've got a lot. 
So if you are a Brit, uh, I think it's just for American students, I'm afraid, but you know, you'd, you'd be pleased to know that America is really taking the you know the sharp edge of um, innovation for this. So if you are a struggling student, why not consider um, a scholarship um, with the Satanic Temple? That's right. Uh, this article on KUTV.com uh, states the Satanic Temple offers academic scholarships to high school graduates. So you too can go to university or college if you're you know, an American. College. And you, can, you too can be sponsored by the Church of the Dark Lord. That would put a twist on the American Pie movies, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I got, yeah, you go like, to your frat house and it's just like a pentagram. Yeah. Lucifer, oh. Lucifer. <laughs> they have their own website. Yeah, they do. They're proper efficient. So if you want to check this out for yourself, it's the satanictemple.com forward slash pages forward slash scholarship. Mm. Okay. KOTV, the, the Satanic Temple, uh, TST, is offering two academic scholarships to recent high school graduates. Only two. It's going to be competitive. Uh, students who demonstrate satanic values may apply for the Devil's Advocate Scholarship Award. <laughs> Devil's Advocate! <laughs> oh, I love it! Oh, Brilliant. God, I love it. I love the guy's sense of humour. Uh, to apply for the scholarship, students can choose to answer one of two prompts. Number one, what initiatives have you undertaken that are consistent with the TSD's tenets and mission? Number two, please discuss and describe in detail any one of the teacher's who crushed your spirit, undermined your self-confidence, and made you hate every minute you were forced to be in school. <laughs> so if you're listening from across the pond, get on it. As long as you can state clearly how you express satanic values, you're in with a shot. I've got to point out, um, submissions can be in any reasonable form. Suggestions for submission formats include, but are not limited to, an essay, a poem, a work of art, a film project, or another creative expression. Mm. As a guideline, written work should not exceed 650 words in length. That's not much. Ah, they lost out there. They should have said not exceed 666 words in length. Oh, they oh. missed that, didn't they? Uh, film projects and recordings should not exceed four minutes in length. A high quality photo of any physical art piece will be accepted and all work must be original and the sole creation of the person submitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would you submit? I would submit this podcast. I would submit the form, a four minute clip from episode nine. Yeah, I was going to say you'd... <laughs> 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 four minutes is all you need i, I believe four minutes of episode nine um <laughs> response to the satanic tenets episode nine's gonna follow us to the grave yeah and to college it seems yeah <laughs> <laughs> what uh... what what courses do you think satan would you know sponsor you to study like if you're going to be his dark agent in you know some university somewhere it, it you know is it going to be like home economics? Is it going to be like food tech? Are you going to like you know sponsor you to do some baking? That'd be good. Satanic baking. I think food food tech definitely because it's obviously going to be really hot in hell. Yeah, and they specialize in like uh, forbidden apple pies, forbidden fruit salads, forbidden fruit salads. Ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Can't Adam and Eve. <laughs> Can you Adam and Eve it? 
That would be great if like the two students who got it were called Adam and Eve. That'd be really poetic. That's probably one of the um requirements. Yeah, yeah. One male, one female, Adam and Eve. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking on the website. I don't know if these have anything to do with like the lessons. Um, the the seven fundamental tenets. Oh, there's oh cool. What are they? One should strive to act with compassion and empathy towards all creatures in accordance with reason. Cool. The struggle for justice is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail at, over laws and institutions. Yeah. One's body is inviolable. Whatever that means. Subject to one's own will alone. Wow. Please explain that one. You went to university and studied English. Oh, imagine it's like, so like, um, unable to violate, you know, one's body is... Unviolatable. Yeah, 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 definitely. Okay. So yeah, basically, so one's body is, um, I suppose, sacred and is under your control alone. I mean, I must admit, I'm liking the sound of Satanism. I'm liking it as well. Mm. So number four, the freedoms of others should be respected, including the freedom to offend. To willfully and unjustly encroach upon the freedoms of another is to forego one's own. I still more agree with the not, so let's keep going. Yeah. (laughs) Number five, beliefs should conform to one's best scientific understanding of the world. How come Satan's church is much more, like, open-minded than God's? What's going on with that? It's, It's insane, isn't it? One should take care never to distort scientific facts. Fact. Or facts. Don't don't distort scientific facts. So basically, don't distort what is fact mm. just because you want it to fit your beliefs. I like that. Listen, you know, this might be controversial. Uh, I might be saying a few people this, but you know, hail Satan, man. Let's go. <laughs> I say it. I've become a Satanist. I've become a convert. I'm developing a list of things that happen on this podcast. One... Avril Lavigne is dead. Two, Finland does not exist. And, you know, hail Satan. I don't understand how that drummer woke up from his coma and went, Satan's not actually that cool. <laughs> I'm sorry, but he is. What a callback. That is the fa- that is pop- I'd like to just go get some klaxons. Mur, 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 for, the far- for the furthest reaching callback joke we've ever had. That is like episode one callback joke. Wow, that's impressive. So, number six, people are fallible. If one makes a mistake, one should do one's best to rectify it and resolve any harm that might have been caused. <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I agree with that tenor, but I'm not sure if that's what Satan's been doing all this time. You know, since he tempted Eve out of the Garden of Eden, he sort of just let things be. He didn't really sort of try and reconcile things, did he? Okay, number seven, the final tenet. So every tenet is a guiding principle designed to inspire nobility in action and thought. The spirit of compassion, wisdom and justice should always prevail over the written or spoken word. Nice. So Satanists are passionate. Yeah. Compassionate, I should say. Well, I'm passionate as well. I mean, frisky Satanists. Membership is open to individuals dedicated in action or by identity to the tenets of the satanic temple. Membership is a privilege subject to termination for failure to uphold the spirit of the satanic temple and the tenets. 
Membership does not grant authority to act as an organisational spokesperson for the Satanic Temple. Membership is free, however, official membership cards can be purchased with a non-refundable $25 fee. Where do I sign up? (laughs) Oh, that card is amazing. Can we become Satanists? Yeah, for $25 you can get a card, but it's free to sign up. I'm signing up. (laughs) Oh, this is how you get tempted by the Dark Lord. It's asking me for a state. Hang on. Um... Can I pick United Kingdom? United Kingdom. Uh, state. I'm going to put Lancashire. <laughs> and it's, it, well, it's given me the option for United Kingdom, so... Yeah, yeah. Join. I am now a member of the Satanic Temple. Greaves, also known by pseudonym Douglas Mesner, is a social activist and spokesperson, co-founder of the Satanic Temple. Ah, uh, okay, there you go. He looks like a nice guy. Has he only got one working eye? That'd be pretty sick. Oh, he had, no, he has. Nice. I want to. I want to know what happened. Oh, it's scarred. So that, that that's pretty cool. He's got Twitter. I'm gonna go follow him. Right. So it says my eye is actually scarred, but I'm happy to learn that this disfigurement might have the appearance of a fashion statement. Ah, <laughs> oh, it was some somebody that discussed him on their podcast. Ironically. <laughs> oh, and then the guys replied to him. He's put thank you, and then Lucian's put thank you. Next time you care to talk. The Satanic Temple have me on. <gasps> I don't think you. I'd will you come on for us? Do you think? I don't know. We might have to try that. Lucian, if you're listening, you know, keep up the good work. Um, Tom is obviously a member now, so uh, make sure you induct him into you know the flock. Kalima. 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 This has been a very informative episode. Yes, mate. I feel like we've learnt a lot. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Please do rambles down the throats of your friends and family during inopportune moments, perhaps over dinner or while you're at work or during an argument. It really helps us find new listeners. Next week, Dolphins Driving Taxis, a team of platypi trained by the CIA, and a man that has to sit down to wee. It's it's tragic, really. It's not funny. We shouldn't we shouldn't be joking about it. <laughs>